Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. All right, there we go. It's good to see you guys. I've been crunching these interviews for an entire week. So I am up and early in the morning. Y'all know how it is. <laughs> Anyway, I'm here with Tron slash Jeff. Uh, I'm super excited to, to be finally doing this. Uh, he was one of those people that had to reschedule a second time. So uh, to finally be here, it, it's, it's amazing. So welcome to Wrap It Up. I'm so happy to finally have you. Oh, thanks. I'm just happy to be here. Awesome. So uh, a question I wanted to, want to go by and on Instagram, you haven't posted anything um, in like a year and a half, so I wanted to firstly ask, uh, do you have anything um, in store for this year? Do you have anything planning? Do you have any new music on the way? Um, you know, what's going on with that? Um, so for the future, currently I'm trying to upload as many music that I try to produce as much as possible, like music that I want to release rather than working for other people. So that's what I'm trying to do in 2023. Ah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited for new, for more music from you. I'm, I'm really excited um, for that. And, and speaking of music, I did want to talk about um, the latest work you did, um, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce, but it starts with Dong in it. Um, that was your last song that you that you put out. So, what was the creative process whenever it came um, to making that song, which which was in twenty twenty one? So so it's been a while. So how did that song come to life? Uh, which song again? Can you repeat? Uh, well, it starts with Dong. It starts with D A N G, and then oh, okay, 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 yeah. So by far, that's the the most scream song i've had on my in my career so the song came about during the time the covid time so uh the rapper loji uh i texted him the beat after i made it and it was during covid time so we couldn't meet and it turns out he's just like okay he's gonna make a song on that beat and it's gonna be based on christmas the theme was christmas and he dropped it a few days before Christmas, and it was all sort of like all really natural. It was spontaneous, so I just enjoyed the process. 
That's really great. Um, yeah, it's it's really cute, the Christmas vibe. I even love the picture you used. Uh, it's really adorable. Like, I did, like that must have been taken, like, in real time. Um, that's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. Well, props to Love G, and the song's definitely a bop. I mean, it's added on my Christmas playlist. Literally, it's literally, it's literally added on my Christmas playlist, so I'll probably play it again in a couple months. So that's really cool. Um, another thing that I wanted to to talk about is um, is the 21-9-22 session you did, um, which, which was released in 2023, but it was a session you did uh, with Lost in Space, so uh, I definitely want to uh, get into that. Um, so how did the, you know, collab come to life? How, how did you meet uh, Lost in Space, and how do you feel now that it's been released? Uh, so first, Lost in Space. Um, I met him during the COVID time as well. I met him when we were first started making beats together. I found him online. So he he had like a very funny name. So I was like, oh, who is this kid? And I just talked to him and we talked ever since until now. And for the session that we uploaded, it was just one of the beats that we made on a random day. We usually like have a session every week during the summer and that that night when we made that session it was something a little bit different than other things that we did with previously so we just wanted to release it out it was just something very spontaneously like that oh oh you gotta love spontaneous <laughs> i gotta <laughs> you gotta love being spontaneous yeah but yeah th that's really cool um uh, to be honest, I listened to thirty, well, to twenty seconds of it because I was, I was between working and I was busy. But within the twenty seconds I listened to, it, it was actually really cool and it's a bop. And and again, congrats on the other song we talked about. It has over a million streams, so that is that, that is extraordinary. That is crazy. I mean. I mean, you gotta feel really good about that to have over a million streams on a song you made. I mean, that is insane. Uh, well, not really. At first, it feels amazing, of course. But over time, I started to feel a little bit of a pressure to kind of go beyond a million, trying to keep going, keep going. It's kind of, it's, it's grateful. It's a good feeling, but it's also a pressure as well ah i see also you're one of those uh yeah i totally get what you're saying you're one of those that has to keep getting better every 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 time i totally totally 100 yeah. i mean that is a lot of people though to be honest when they have success and they just want more and more success so yeah i i totally i totally get that for sure and that's totally understandable too so I definitely want to also ask about your methods of collaborating because I did um, read on and see that you have worked with a lot of different people. Um, I worked with a lot of people, KZ, D-Kid, The Saint, Teddy J, uh, Richie D, Icy, Oscar, uh, Prophet, uh, Left Hand. So. How how do you get in contact with people? Um, and and what's your whole method with collaborating and getting projects together? 
Um, well, first, to me, the process of collaborating is just mainly to be natural, to be kind of like heart to heart, not trying to force anything out of it. But mostly with all of the connections that I had, um, I tried to establish it through texting first. I usually just text them. Um, I was like, okay, I like your music and I think my music will fit you too. And so we just talk and then we talk online and we meet in real life. And then it was just some people, most people, I met them through texting online. But then other people, they say, oh, I have this other guy who's making music too. And then it was just one to another. So that's mostly how it works. But 90% of the time, it was very natural. It wasn't forced. I don't try to force people to try to work with me or anything like that. Oh, I like that. I like that you yeah. really go in and you know you don't you don't stress about it too much. That's that's really that's really good. Um, and do you have a favorite collaboration, or are they all really special to you? Um, for most of the artists I've worked with, um, I I appreciate all of them, but there are a few that I work a lot for a long time. Uh, uh, there's this guy, Tosca. He's uh, one of my favorite artists, and we worked ever since we've known each other. We started making music, so. Oh. Well, I got, I got. Yeah. Well, I gotta check him out, though. I mean, if it's your favorite lab, I mean, I gotta check him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he released like a few albums in the past few years, and I've worked on it and his music is actually really good mm. really interesting i'm a, i'm a definitely i'm a definitely for sure check it out for sure and another thing that i wanted to highlight and of course is also on your instagram so i know that you are a charting producer um which which is really amazing you enter the top 50 vietnam charts and you also went into the top five YouTube trending. Um, a lot of episodes, I know you were charting with Sucker for Love and um, with a collab uh, with Two Spills and Pretty X, XIX. Um, so how does it feel to go uh, trending? I mean, that that's really amazing. Congrats on you know get on you know entering charts and all. Like how how does it feel to to actually, you know, be charting and to be trending. Um, first, thank you for that. Um, well, for most of the work, uh, it to me it feels, of course, it feels nice. I I feel appreciated for the work that I've done, but uh, I try not to think much about it because I feel like the more I think about how good the song is performing or I think too much about the result, I will, you know, kind of get a little bit of like lazy. Like, for example, if I were to think that, okay, this song is doing well and I'm, and I'm actually doing good, the more I think that I'm actually well performing, I will perform worse. It's kind of like a mentality like that. I try not to think much about it. Okay, if a song release, then it is out there and i keep work keep working on the next one nah, that's brilliant i love how you use 
every success as a push. That That's actually really mature, and that's actually really fantastic that you use it as a drive. And that's always been the method, like, every time, you know, that you, you know, get success in anything, you know, you push. Yeah. It's just try to... I, I try not to think much about anything. I just keep going until maybe sometime I need a break. I will have a break. But most of the time, I just keep going and don't try to think much about it. Definitely, definitely. 100%. Definitely. And, and another thing that I did wanted to, um, want to talk about was um, that... You were actually, to find out, you were a guest speaker on Spotify's workshop. So, um, how did that come together? Uh, so, for that Spotify workshop, it was, um, first of all, it was one of my friends. I, I, uh, I am a friend of someone who worked in there. So, and he know me and my work as well. So, he was like, okay, we are hosting a workshop showing how artists can utilize Spotify more. And um, he wanted a perspective of a producer. So he was asking me that if I'm, I'm willing to do the workshop, and I was up for it. It wasn't much of anything, but it was a good experience to talk to the people there. What well, nice. It's uh, really cool. That's a really really fantastic opportunity to work with spotify i mean that's that's huge that's big time working with spotify and actually doing a you know a workshop i mean that that is that is that is fantastic congrats congrats on that yeah thank you absolutely um and and the other song that was charting, uh, found out that it landed on, on a TV show, and actually found that you actually had a TikTok trend. Um, that, that so that is even more crazy. I mean, do you do, do you use TikTok or you just like let TikTok like run its course with whatever music that you have? Um, I I don't use TikTok. I try I try not to browse the internet as much as possible because i i feel like when i'm just browsing to it i i feel a bit waste wasting my time i feel like i'm wasting my time but for about the tiktok trend uh it was very again it was very spontaneous it was all very natural and, and organic i had the demo of beat made and i sent it to the i sent it to richie dic who was doing the dance in the tiktok and he really liked the beat and he was just making a video of him dancing to the beat and he uploaded it on TikTok and somehow it um it had a lot of views and it started to become a trend i i wasn't really aware of the trend until my friends started sending me messages of like oh how is this popping up on my feed and i was like okay i made that it was all very organic. I didn't. I I didn't really know of the trend. Oh, also, oh, so now spontaneous. That's crazy. It looks like a lot of these experiences um, were very much spontaneous. So <laughs> that is that's beyond amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and and 
And, and I do want to get into more music. I mean, we could talk about all the other accomplishments, but that would be cocky of me. So <laughs> I do want to seriously, though, um, get into your role as a music producer. So I want to firstly um, get into the whole um, life of a producer. So what is the life of a producer like? Um, well, for the most part, uh, the life of a producer to me of the life my life mostly involves sitting at home making beats uh, i i don't like to go out a lot but when but when the time comes you gotta go to studios and you gotta meet people so sometimes it can get a little bit busy you can go around in a city with a laptop but for the most part i just prefer to stay at home and making beats oh that's nice, that's nice. Yeah, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes you can, it can get quite busy, but for the most part, it's just staying at home. Right, right, definitely, I feel that for sure. And, you know, since you do, since you do, um, do a lot of your work at home, uh, do you have a home studio or do you do everything like on your phone or on a computer? Like, what's your setup, you know, like? Um, I I ha I do have a, stu a home studio in my hometown, but I'm I'm not in my hometown right now, so I'm actually away from the studio. But it's a it's a change, and because I I usually prefer to do things just with a laptop, but at my home studio I have monitors, I have microphones. It it can improve my productivity, but sometimes just having minimal things like a laptop it can sometimes even be better than having multiple things like microphone and monitors something like that very valid point very valid point for sure yeah i totally get i totally get you have to be near all that um but yeah that's cool um now i i did want to go more in depth with your um equipment so what equipment do you use whenever you're that whoever you're making beats, um, and what software um, do you like to use? Uh, for software, um, I'm currently using FL Studio, and when I'm mixing and mastering for, for my songs, I use Pro Tools. Uh, for the equipment, uh, for monitors, I use the, um, the Yamaha, those are really good monitors, and for the audio interface, I use the Focusrite for i four. Those are all really like really home studio setups, but they really they work really well. Ah, uh, I see. Why yeah. well, FL Studio is like a really popular one? Almost everybody uses it, so that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. That's not understandable. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I like the whale on your Instagram. Is that your favorite animal? I, what? Like, um, like on your Instagram, I see the little whale emo uh, emoji by your name. Is that your, is that your favorite animal? I just decided <laughs> to like pick it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was something very random. I just picked the whale because I I I like it, but it's not my favorite animal. Oh, what what? Do you like the whale? Um, 
I like it, but like again, it's not, it's not my favorite. What's your, what is your favorite anyway? Uh, my favorite is the uh, is the dog. Uh, I have a dog too. Oh, that's really cute. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. Um. And and. I, and I definitely want to get into uh, your music music experience. I do want to definitely know how you got into music, um, you know, because I do want to see because you are you are based in Vietnam. So I do want to um, get into how did music come to you? Because um, I, I had no idea that Vietnam was even a music um, environment. The only times that I ever heard of Vietnam was in history class and they would talk about all the different wars with Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I understand. But how did music? Well, um, to me, music, music came to me because during my secondary, in my, um, in my high school years, uh, during my high school year, I was listening to a lot of electronic music, like, you know, Skrillex and all, and, you know all those EDM tracks, and I wanted to, you know, follow their footsteps. And I wanted to make something like electronic dance music, so I installed FL Studio because my cousin took me to. And when I installed FL Studio, uh, I couldn't do electronic music because it was actually really difficult. So I turned to making rap beats, and during that time, I also listened to a lot of hip hop as well. So I started to like hip hop more than electronic music. That's how it started. Oh, wow! That's actually really, really amazing. Uh, and is is EDM music like your main genre, or do you like do you dabble in other ones? Uh, no. Uh, I I mainly do hip hop music. Um, yeah. Sometimes I do a little bit of R and B and pop music, but I, I don't know how to do electronic music. Ah, uh, it was just one of those you like listening to. <laughs> yeah. That's everyone, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you can't go over EDM music. Yeah. You definitely can't go wrong with that. But yeah, that, that's really, um, that's, 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 to be honest, I'm a little shocked. Because I didn't even know music could happen in the country that you were, you know, from. I mean, was music even even mainstream, like, where you're from? Or did it become mainstream when you, like, began moving and such? Uh, what do you mean, like, music becoming mainstream? I mean, I'm trying to reframe that question. I mean, is there any music in Vietnam? Is music really... You know, mainstream. Did people make music where you're at, or was music more, I guess, more accessible when you moved and such? Um, well, not really, because you know, music is everywhere. Music is globally. Of course, uh, there there are a lot of amazing artists here in Vietnam, but probably you know they are not big as global artists like Michael Jackson, something like that, of course. But there are a lot of talented artists in my country. And, you know, of course, there are some artists that are mainstream are really out there. But yeah, it just always has been.
okay. And the reason why I want to touch was just yeah. because you're probably the first Vietnam artist to to be on here. So I wanted to get a little to get the vibe of you know exactly you know the music scene down there. But you know you do have a value. Music is global, mm. and I mean there is a Vietnam chart. So you know I guess there there has to be like a lot of music going on for them to have a have an official chart. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that's the first time for everything. Um, definitely. Um, let's see. Um, and I do want to talk about the name, actually. Um, how did the artist's name uh, come to be? Because I refer to you both because Jeff is actually your English name. So uh, I did want to get into, um, you know, how did you get your artist's name? Uh, well, my artist name, it, it started from me doing YouTube. So, like, you know, most producers, when they sell beats online, they have, like, a type beat store. So I started doing so, and I, I just really wanted the name so I can put it on my YouTube channel. So I took my first name, which is the T-R-U-N-G, and then I added with my last name, the first two letters of my last name and I combined it together. So yeah, it was it was really like I wanted a name. It was just something I wanted to get it done, not not something that I put much effort into it. But later on I um later on I wanted to change my name, but it wasn't really much of a task that I had to constantly think about. So later on when it came onto Spotify and other platforms that I it like it was di getting difficult to change that I was like okay I can just go with his name but it was something very spontaneous and something very personal to me too because it was the first name and my last name combined together oh well I'm actually glad you picked it it's a very rare name I mean obviously if I saw you somewhere I mean, if I saw you somewhere, I'd be like, yeah. yep, that's him. Like, <laughs> that's him, all right. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really cool name, actually. And it's even fun to say when you try and say it. Like, I had a whole laugh and ball trying to say your name for like 10 minutes straight. It was funny. Luckily, you didn't see me. <laughs> it's <laughs> Luckily, you didn't see me trying, but it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, really? I get that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 even difficult to say in my country, but it's all wow. right. That's uh, that is too ironic. That's funny. Like you're all answer the name. Is... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm not gonna be able to get over that. That's funny. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I need I need to get back. Um, now, another thing that I wanted to talk about was, um, the news outlets. So, I know you've been on Genius and Rap Zone, um, and different kind of platforms like that. So, I definitely want to, um, get into that being on the news outlets. So, you know, again, how did those come? But really, the main question is, I mean... 
how do you feel about being promoted by different people? I mean, are you much of a promotion guy or are you more of a sit back and let the music, um, you know, go where it needs to go? Or, you know, what, how do you, how do you go about um, the yeah. news outlets? Even stuff like this, like what we're doing. Yeah, I think I think any promotion is good promotion, whether you have like one person sharing your music on their personal profile, it's still a good promotion. So for when I first started making music, I get my songs done and I will send it to as many pages as possible, even if they have like a hundred likes. And I will send them out as much as possible and if they are willing to share the music then yeah that I appreciate it. So I, I, any promotion is a good promotion to me, and I try to, you know, just get my name out there as much as possible. Definitely, definitely. And and I totally get that about promotion. I mean, everybody, everybody needs needs promotion um, from time to time. So yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, yeah, definitely. And that's really great. You get to, you got to be on those new outlets. I mean. I mean, obviously, they've made such a huge impact. I mean, you have over 50,000 monthly listens. So those outlets, you know, they really impact you. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, first, first, of course, you, I have to take the initial. I have to send them my music. But over time, you know, sometimes I work with other artists and... Uh, the news outlet, they notice it and they share it themselves. I don't have to text it to them and say, oh, can you share my song? So it depends. Like, for example, if I'm working on a song that is that is not getting a lot of engagement and I have to send them out previously, but if the song is getting a lot of engagement, then they, they, would, they would just share themselves. So it, it's kind of gold. It, it, it goes both ways. Ah, uh, yeah, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Now I'm hearing back. Um, but yeah. Um. Now, now you've been you've been in the industry for a while, so I definitely wanna. I'm excited to ask this too. So, when you first started, you know, releasing music, or when you started, you know, making beats in the very beginning of you know your career, I mean. How did it feel when you were first out there, when people first, you know, knew who you was? Um, like, like, how did you feel about that? And how impactful was that? Oh, yeah, it was it was really difficult because um, I've I've never been like the guy in front of the camera. I'm always shy when somebody raises their phone on me. Even though I don't get that a lot, but it's just, it, it, it's different. It's actually a lot different than what I'm used to. So I just kind of get used to it. I just, it's part of the process. So it's part of the job as well. So just try to get used to it. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I totally get about the, about the whole shy, shy aspect, which is actually a perfect segue into my next question um, that I wanted to run by. So, and this is another heavy one that, you know, 
Um, what are some of the challenges that you go through, you know, as a producer? Um, what are the biggest challenges um, or the most positive experiences that you, you know, have ever gone through? Uh, well, for me, probably the biggest challenge was just trying to get songs done to me because um, when I'm when I first started making music, a lot of the artists that I work with, I understand that some of them don't want to take music seriously. So I understand that, but sometimes it gets in the way of what I'm trying to do. So it was difficult just to get songs done and being happy with the songs. And that was the biggest challenge to me, getting my beats out there, getting the songs done and making sure that the song is getting listened by people. That was the most difficult to me. Oh, oh yeah, that must, that must have been really hard. Um... Yeah. 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 And what uh, was the it, it was, a, it was an or question. I was asking, like, if you didn't have any like challenges, you could have also said your most positive. Um, but that was totally up to you. Oh, yeah. Um, the positive. Let me think. I think the most positive to me is the people I've met. I think because I I don't have a lot of friends in school. To to be honest. Uh, but when I started making music, I talked to a lot of the people that have the same interests as me. Uh, most of them are older than me, but with music being a common topic, we shared a lot and I've made a lot of friends since then. So that's probably the most positive thing that can come from me making music. I've made a lot of friends since then. Oh, that's really, that's really, wow. Yeah. Now that I actually am not surprised about them. No offense, no offense, but um, that's great. The um, collaboration, connection to people was the most positive. That's really, that's really fantastic, and that's really great that you find happiness in that. Um, definitely, definitely, you know for sure. And I definitely wanted to talk about the about your catalog. Um, so in your own words, um, how would you describe the the change and you know flexibility of the different you know sounds that you do with every track you do? Um, okay, that's a hard question, but um, I think I think when I first make when I first started making music, the sounds I use are a bit more harsh or a bit more aggressive than now. I would think so. Like back when I first started making music, I tried to make a lot of aggressive music and a lot of really, you know, turn up hip hop songs. But I don't try. But nowadays I don't do those type of songs that often anymore. So I think that's a change in my music. I kind of toned it down a little. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest change. Oh, I and uh, toning it down. Um, what do you mean by toning it down? 
like for example when i first started making music the first song i've ever released under my own name as me as the main artist it was a like the song the song called role models and it was a really aggressive and fast-paced hip-hop song but nowadays i the music that i'm currently making is very it's a bit more joyful it's kind of a bit more melodic like that it's it's not uh, it's not as aggressive as back then it's more kind of like r&b-ish rather than you know hip-hop songs now oh okay okay that, that yeah, yeah, like like the vibe in the music, like the vibe. Oh, the, the vibe changes. That makes a lot of sense, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like back then, back when I first started making music, things would be more aggressive. But nowadays, it's a bit more soft. Uh-huh. Like and, and you enjoy, uh, you enjoy the vibe of the music right now. Yeah, yeah, I I prefer it a lot more. It's just kind of like it 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 kind of goes with how my life is going. So <laughs> yeah, it it's just kind of like that. I don't know what the future will be. I don't know what kind of music I will make in the future, but it's just it is right interesting, now. Interesting, interesting points. And and speaking about um personal um so. What is your personal life like? And before you answer, I, I, you don't have to say, um, everything about it. Just the whole gist of your your, your personal life and how do you balance, you know, living your normal life and having this career alongside it? Uh, yeah. So, um, I'm currently a college student. Um, I'm studying. I'm, I'm in university right now. So. Uh, I started making music when I was in high school. So I'm kind of used to balancing between school and music. I'm used to it, but now in college, I have a bit more room to do music. So in general, it was kind of it was kind of like a double life, really. Uh, I spent my morning at school uh, going to class, and then at night, sometimes I go outside and make music. Or sometimes I just stay at home to make music. It was really just like that oh. most of the time. And wow, okay. Um, well, that's crazy. You can get used to that. I there's some people that's been doing it for over five years and they still are not used to it. So that's really impressive that you gotten used to it. And like, I guess what's what's is. Um, um, the hardest thing was having when when you're dealing with a double life. I mean, what is the hardest thing that you, that you deal with whenever you're you're having the double life and you're going through your personal life and your music? I mean, what's the hardest thing about that? I think the hardest thing is to not get distracted. Like when when I have an assignment of school, like school has an assignment for me. Um, sometimes I might be opening my computer to do the assignment, but I remember that I have a song that I haven't finished, and then I do the song, and then it turns out that I haven't do the assignment that I got assigned to. It was it was the most difficult at like not getting distracted. Okay, I have time to do school assignments. I should get it done, 
I have time to do uh, music in the evening. I should get it done in the evening. You know, just having a time and a place for everything. Exactly, a time and place for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a bit difficult, but once right, you get used right. to it. And I know it's a little bit of a kind of funny question, but have you ever failed an assignment while also, you know, doing with making music, or have you ever missed a deadline because of school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not not right now. Um, I haven't missed any assignment in college yet. But back when in high school, uh, I failed a lot of my test exams because I was too busy doing music. And my parents got mad a lot. But uh, I I know I know the consequences, so I just do it. But yeah, if I if I could go back, I would just have focused on school a bit more and just having a time and a place for both music and school. But yeah, I, I did get a lot of bad grades because I was uh -huh. focusing on doing music. Wow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it was not easy. That's cool, though. Um, and, and another thing um so like did you did your parents or did your friends know that you were doing music in the early stages uh no of course no <laughs> because uh my of course my parents wanted me to focus on school and go to good colleges that that's what all parents want but um when i first started making music it was just a hobby I didn't really focus on, you know, making a career out of it. Not even now, though. But yeah, they did. They were telling me. They were telling me if I were to do music, I should um, only keep it as a hobby and focus a little bit more in school. But I let music consume me too much. I guess. Oh, so your parents are one of those people. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, of course, of course. Not all parents are all like parents, that, I guess. Unless the parents were musicians themselves, they're always gonna say to have music as a hobby. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's a norm for life now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. people start doing music so young, you know, parents are like so against it. Like, it's right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's understandable though. But, but I am glad that you actually, regardless of what they say, you push through and you let music take you whole. And, you know, now you're doing it while you're in college. I mean, and doing all this, like, like imagine if you could, imagine if your young self could see the future and your parents could see the success you have right now. Wouldn't they be like, we should have, we should have said yes. We should have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they they haven't like right now. They aren't exactly saying yes. <laughs> up even up till now, they aren't exactly saying that. Okay, I will let you do music for the rest of your life. And even I don't want to do music for the rest of my life either. But I think it's understandable that they want me to focus on other things that are more stable. So I agree. 
Oh, now circling back, you said you didn't, you don't want to do this for the rest of your life. So, what are you planning on doing? You know, after you, you know, complete whatever you're doing with music. I mean, what are you planning? Um, I, I, I don't want to perform music for the rest of my life, but I want to do things that are related to music for the rest of my life. Like for example, I want to be a bit more of a like a manager, uh, like a management position. Like if if possible, I would I want to, you know, maybe starting a business or doing something a bit more different rather than performing music. But it's but yes, it relates yes, to music. Absolutely. It's very mature that you want to keep going and that you want to eventually get to uh, like a manager position. That's actually, it's actually really fantastic, actually, because I would love to see you make an artist and be on a record label, which <laughs> you're not signed right now, are you? No, I'm not signed. Uh, I'm still, but still yeah, I would definitely manager. love to to see you manage artists. I mean, and maybe even later, later on in life, like have your own record label. And I'm hoping you do not forget this moment in life and forget me because I would, <laughs> I would be, I would, to be honest, I'd be crying if I heard that you made a record label. I'd be like, interviewed him and I as a record label. Like, oh. like, <laughs> like, not, not, not really like a record label would be my focus, but. Um, in college, I'm studying business right now. I'm studying business management. So I wanted to kind of do music and something about business later on. It could be something different to uh, music. That but it's just what I have yeah. in mind. That, that is business. I think every artist should, uh, well, yeah, not yeah, every, yeah. but I feel like most artists should um, should definitely get an definitely get a business degree usually for um um for us i don't know how degrees work where you're at but for us i really recommend to get an mba which is a master's in business business administration i usually uh whenever i meet people outside i usually tell them you know to get that as a plus to um as a plus you know to work a possibility whenever you're starting business so Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's to me it's better to have like two options rather than one. So, you know, it will be a lot safer because I don't think I can do music that long either. So it's 100%. just better to have I, oh, a second option. That's always the best option to have a second um to have a second choice. Usually my thing is to have a backup plan. Um, I usually always say a backup plan because you you never know. I mean, nobody can <laughs> yeah. trend forever. I mean, eventually, I mean, some people eventually have a fallout. Um, if you don't have a degree or if you don't have a plan in action, yeah. you know, to back up, I mean, you basically hit a brick wall, you know, basically. <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm really, really, yeah. really happy that you've taken a mature um, direction, um, you know, and, and that's really important to, to have as an artist to take a mature direction. So definitely, uh, for sure, um, 
I'm glad that you're take I'm glad that you're able to balance college and music and we have you're basically the definition of having it all. You're basically the definition of having it all. Well, it's an expression of having it all means that you have like everything locked in. You can do so many things at, uh, at the same time. Um, so um, th that's what I mean by having it all. But yeah. Um, oh, okay. Now, are you looking back, and this may be um, a similar question before, but looking back at the many success that you've had, um, do you ever look back and, you know, you wish something was different, or are you completely satisfied with, you know, what has happened um, in, in your music career and you only want better, and, you know, more things coming up? Um... There are not many things that I, I don't try to regret many things because I feel like even though there were some embarrassing moments, but I, I feel like it was essential for me to learn. But if I could go back, then I would I would tell myself to be, um, to know how to communicate more, how to talk more, how to talk to people uh... that I just met. It's kind of like that. But I don't try to have many regrets. Yeah. And and I'm glad you don't, to be honest. I'm glad that you're you're. I'm glad that you are happy with what has happened and you're using yeah. it, you know, as growth and growth and development. So that's again, that's very mature. That's definitely very very mature. And I also didn't know this too that you actually worked with a with a prophet on um in the Mandela Effect album. So that's that was really like I've heard of him uh, on and off, but I had no idea you actually like work with him. I mean, you probably you probably got that collaboration going by just texting him. Like I'm like really <laughs> no 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 not really not really uh yeah um i when i first started uploading beats on youtube uh one night i remember i i remember i still remember i um woke up in the morning and i saw an instagram notification and it turns out he um made a video freestyling on my beat and it was the first time anybody has freestyled on my beat. And I texted him. I was like, okay, I really like your freestyle. We should, you know, have more things keep going together. And that's how it started. Oh, so he found he you found first me and then y'all got sure. a collaboration going. Oh. Also, the collaboration yeah. Um, yeah. Um, varies between each person. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. Oh my god, my my brain is fried right now. Um. But yeah. Um. I'm. I gotta listen to his music again. I haven't listened to him in a very long time, so I am definitely gonna go back. Now, I did. Now, I I had heard also with global artists. Um. So what has been your experience, you know, working with, um, with other, you know, global artists that's, you know, not from your country? I mean, 
That must be a lot working with somebody completely different. Yeah, I think mostly it was the difference in time zone. I couldn't meet them. I couldn't talk to them, even if we wanted to call, because the difference in time zones. I think that's the most difficult part. But most of the t but the most of the work that I've done globally, it it was like the guys that I work with. They are really they're really productive, and they know how to kind of block out that difference in the time zone they text me and they voice me messages and they send me demos so that i i don't have to do anything i just have to listen to it so yeah the guys that i've worked with they are really proactive and they understand how to minimize that time zone wow. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And you've never had any trouble with you, you know, know managing me. through their time zones and getting deadlines. Like that's never been an issue for you. Um, not not really. Um, they it was just like a twelve hour delay in messages, but uh, they always notify me I'm releasing the song on this day, and I still have a amount of time to reply to them to tell them that if i want to release on that day as well so it, it was difficult but oh. it wasn't really much of a deal i see and, and i also love how you keep everything on the down low i mean i wish that i could be as chill as you are when it comes to things like that i would freak out every time those those things come up so it's crazy how you build you know uh, like a tolerance system i mean that is that's really really impressive well well uh, well hold on what do you mean i just mean that like, you just take those everything in a positive way and it builds you up if i've gotten those opportunities like the ones you've gotten i would definitely like freak out but in a good way i would freak out i would just like i mean you just take it and you just run with it and you just like keep oh, yeah. going and that that's really impressive. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, I could really you. rant on about um, your success, but again, I'd be cocky, so I'm not going to. Um, instead, um, I just... let's. Um, to be honest with you, I'm really glad that you were my my first interview because um, I'm going to be honest I had eight scheduled today so I was like, I was like oh my god how am I going to get through all this oh, okay. but I'm really really glad though that we did get time to talk um, actually to be honest with you I'm really insanely impressed by um, by everything that's that's happened to you and I'm really happy that we actually got to talk that we actually got to dive deep into your music life and your personal life and you know the whole side of producing so um i wanted to say a major thank you um for 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 being here and you know for agreeing to to be here um and for being so understanding so um again thank you so much Definitely, yeah, thank definitely. you too. Thanks and, for having me. Uh, and uh, have you done stuff like this um, before, you know, doing things like this? Uh, 
Um, yeah. Like a podcast, like an interview or something like that. Oh, okay, uh, well, not many, I really hope you do get more like this because, you know, I definitely had a fun time and I'm sure others will, will too. Um, I'm pretty sure. So, um, again, thank you. And did you, um, and I know there's a lot of different producers listening. So, uh, I really want to know, like, what advice would you give them, um, with them being, uh, them aspiring to be, you know, a producer in this industry, what advice would you give them? Uh, probably to work on something, like to do something every day. Like, I think that's one of the best advice I've ever gotten. Um, like, for example, if you want to become a music producer or if you want to get a good score in the exam every day you have to do something to get one step closer to it like even if it is a small thing even if it's a big thing then it still matters i feel i feel like that's that's you know right, what i'm right. trying absolutely. to be absolutely um yeah and thanks for sharing that um thanks for sharing that with us um and thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys got to learn, um, got to learn a lot about, um, a lot about Trung, Trung slash Jeff. Uh, you can check him out, uh, everywhere. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. So I'm just going to say this. I have, <laughs> uh, I have provided links down below for y'all's <laughs> convenience. If you guys ever want to contact him or check or you know check him out, um, I, I suggest y'all do. Um, y'all definitely, definitely, definitely should. Um, and and again, thank you so much for for doing this, and thank you guys so much for watching. Um, now, if y'all will excuse me, I actually have to get planning, but. Um, I will see you all on the next interviews I do, and enjoy the rest of your day, or enjoy the rest of your night. Um, again, time zones really annoy me, so. Uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, I hope you all overall enjoyed this, um, and there'll be more to come. I'm ready to he'll be back very soon once he releases more music, so I'm looking forward to it. Until next time, I'll see you guys soon, and love y'all. Peace out.